Hi guys, welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. I missed you guys last week. I was pretty sick last week. If you guys remember from two weeks ago, I told you guys I was going to Disney, which I did go. Um, but, but a few days before Disney, I wasn't really feeling too great, but I thought it went away. And then I was fine like the first half of the Disney trip and then the second half. I was pretty sick and then I came home, got straight off the flight and went straight to urgent care. And then they thought I had strep throat. I knew I didn't have strep throat, but they put me on antibiotics anyways, just in case. And then called me a few days later and were like, all your results are negative. And they just thought it was something viral. Um, I'm feeling a lot better today. I just have like a little bit of allergies, but I'm feeling so much better. So much more ready to do the podcast. I just sounded awful. Like I, I had the strength to do the podcast it was just I sounded terrible and I couldn't really talk for long periods of time without sounding super jumbled I can't really explain it because my tonsils and like everything was so swollen I just sounded really muffled all the time even at work like I would get tripped up and muffled on my words because I was just so swollen and when I was younger I used to get strep all the time and for some reason, my tonsils just get very enlarged. They talked about taking them out all the time. And then right before they were going to do it, I stopped getting strep all the time. So then it never went forward. But now as an adult, anytime I do get like a situation like that, my tonsils still get very enlarged. Anyways, this is all besides the point, but I just figured I would cue you guys into what was going on. So let's do a little recap on my Disney trip. So obviously I wasn't feeling so hot the whole time, but regardless, I still had an amazing time and kind of just powered through it. Took ibuprofen, Sudafed, anything that would make me feel good and just kept it pushing because we were in Disney, of course, and I didn't want to like ruin the trip or not have fun as much as I could. And I had an amazing time with my family. I got to read so much on the flights, guys. I was so happy. And I finished the things we never got over um, this past weekend. I didn't finish it on the flight. I got really close. I read like 200 pages, but I still had like 100-ish or more pages left when I got back home. But I just finished that book, and it might be my favorite book that I've read this year. It's between that and The Perfect Marriage and Icebreaker. But I really enjoyed the things that the things we never got over. It just had so many elements to it. It was grumpy sunshine, which was just amazing. It had fake dating in it. It had grief stories. It it was overall just a really good long book with just so much to it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just started Heartbones by Colleen Hoover last night, and I'm about four chapters in. I also really am enjoying that, and. I'm so excited that it's summertime and this upcoming Monday is Memorial Day and I'm just so excited. I'm going to be spending the weekend and my day off at the lake and I'm just so excited to just be in the sun and read. The weather looks like it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Go on runs and walks and have early morning coffee and oh, I'm just so excited. I literally can't wait. This is like the start of the summer. This is the like weekend kickoff to summer. 
and I absolutely love it and I'm so excited um, which leads me into my next point my work schedule is changing for the summer which I'm very excited about I'm going to be working four tens instead of working five eights which I'm super pumped about so I'm going to have every single Friday of the summer off, which is just like the most amazing thing. That means I can go to the lake if I want Thursday night or Friday morning and then stay the weekend, which is just oh, having that extra day is just amazing. And I'm just very excited about it. I think I'm going to use Friday morning as like my Sunday reset because I won't really have a Sunday reset anymore because I won't be home on Sundays. So I'm trying to kind of gauge like how I'm going to do this because I want to make sure like my meals are prepped, my laundry's done, my room and apartment are clean, but without doing it on the weekend. So I think I'm going to take Friday mornings to still get up at the normal time I do for work, which is around 4.30 or 4.45, go to the gym, clean my apartment, do anything I have to do, and then head off to the lake after that. But that way I can come back home like set up for the week. I think that will ease my stress about, you know, going back and forth um and just keep me on a good schedule on those four days that I am at work but I'm really excited and I'm really grateful that I have a job where I can negotiate those hours like that and kind of move them around um that's the beauty of outpatient is you can as long as you're seeing all the patients it doesn't really matter the way you do it Yesterday, I got to go into Boston for work, which was really cool and a really good experience for a couple reasons. I got to go in to a hospital that's affiliated with us to see how they run their pre-op ortho program, just to see what we could pull from them, their ideas, things they do that are a little bit different from us. The way that that hospital was set up is a lot larger than what me and my nurse practitioner do in our program. For example, it's just the two of us in the hospital we went to they had about six providers and they also had like all these other elements to it that we were just learning about we got to shadow different people but that was my work day yesterday which was amazing and it also made me realize that I don't think I'll ever be commuting like I've always been curious in the future will I commute to a Boston hospital and I think that just solidified for me that I don't think I want to do that I left my house so early and still barely got there in time and I just I just don't see myself living with that stress every single day when I can literally go to a hospital I love um, that's a small local hospital that I can get, you know, similar experiences at that's only 15 minutes away from me. So I think that was eye-opening for me, but I've also talked to nurses in the past that have commuted and I've never heard any of them say, yeah, I would do it for the experience or yes, I would go back to it. I've just heard the horror stories of hospitals that don't provide parking how you have to park at a separate location and then take a trolley into your hospital and that just makes a 12-hour shift into like a 14-hour shift with all the traveling and sometimes it's even longer than that and I can't imagine doing all that and then having to come back the next day for another 12-hour shift so for me where I'm at in life personally I'm very happy with not commuting and I don't think it'll be something I do moving forward. Overall, it is fun to do once in a while though, and I really did enjoy going and learning and just having that experience that was different from my typical work day and just thinking that a year ago right now I was taking nursing finals and yesterday I got to go on a little like work field trip to learn and do more for helping with a 
pre-op orthopedic area that I help run is just really cool to be able to say. And it's Tuesday for me, which means I'm on day 24 out of 31 days of 30 minutes of movement. And it has been going amazing. It's so easy once you get into the habit and the routine of going every day again. And obviously, I don't think I'll stick with, you know, every single day doing some kind of workout or movement. But honestly, some days it's yoga, so it's not even like anything crazy. So it's been really nice. I feel like I have gotten to the other side of my fitness funk. And it, like I said before, wasn't that I wasn't working out. It was that I was working out after work. I wasn't enjoying it. I was not having a good time when I used to love fitness so much. I didn't understand. And what I've come to realize now that I've been waking up earlier and going to the gym in the morning and just having more free time to myself after work was that the reason I was in a fitness funk was because I was going to the gym after work. That just was not working for my schedule. I was working all day, getting out at 4.30, going straight to the gym, and all I wanted to do was go home and just like have a minute to myself, and that routine just was not working for me, and that's what was putting me in a funk of thinking I now disliked fitness when that wasn't the case. It was just the time I was doing it at. I've always been a morning workout person. I've never typically been a night workout person, especially during like the rush of that time period of the gym. Like It's always so busy during that time. And it just was not working for me. And once I flipped that and started going in the morning and I feel like I just gained my mornings back and just took control of them. And I feel like I'm just waking up so much better. I'm so much more productive throughout my days. My mental health has been so much better. It also has to do with the fact that it's getting warmer, that it's lighter out later and earlier. And there's also all those factors that come into play. But For the most part, it's just being more regimented with my mornings and then just having the afternoons to kind of work on social media and read and, you know, cook for myself and do all the things I want to do once I come home from work and just feeling like I got so much accomplished in my morning just gives me such a better mindset for the entire day moving forward because I'm like, oh, I already got in a workout today. I woke up early. I already took a shower today. My bed's made when I go home. My room's pretty much clean. Like, it's just a good feeling to feel like you got that much done before you go into a long work day and then coming home and being like, okay, now I get to do what I want to do for the rest of the day. But yeah, I've been having an amazing time waking up early, absolutely loving it. And I only stopped doing it for a couple days while I was sick and even then I was still getting up and going for a walk unless I was just like completely drained and too tired. But it's Tuesday for me and my weekend was great. I decided to spend it at home. I could have went up to the lake but I just had some content I needed to work on for TikTok and I just needed like one final weekend at home because from here on out for the rest of the summer I pretty much won't be home any of the weekends so I just wanted one final weekend to just kind of like do anything I needed to finish up on have a weekend to myself it was like a nice rainy weekend oh it was so nice I read my book I shot content I went to the gym I went to the gym with my cousin on Sunday I had like a nice Sunday reset but then my Sunday reset ended like early so I had the rest of the day to myself I meal prepped amazing food this week chipotle copycat bowls which are one of my favorites I made those And then I made those viral like strawberry yogurt clusters with the dark chocolate. 
delicious i made those so good also over the weekend was taylor swift's concerts at gillette stadium and that's what actually sparked this idea for today's podcast so this episode is going to be called don't stop dreaming now i am not a huge taylor swift fan i enjoy her music i i think she's a really influential good person and i really respect the work that she does I'm just not like a huge Swifty I never have been I've just never been like obsessed with Taylor Swift um so I didn't go to her concert over the weekend but obviously it was like all over my for you page all over my Instagram I know a ton of people that went and it looked amazing like it really she just looks like she puts on such an amazing show I mean the staging the dancers her oh she had the rain show I think on Saturday or Sunday and did the whole rain show and the rain show is what inspired this episode i think it is so incredible and just shows her work ethic that the show just went on in a three 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 and a half hour set list and truly i can't think of anything better than seeing your favorite artist perform the way that she does through the rain like i can't think of a better scenario than just I can't think of a more main character moment than that for her, for the audience and the fans, for all the dancers and all the people involved in the show. I just feel like some people would think this is worst case scenario and Taylor Swift took it and said, no, it's going to be the best case scenario and it's going to be a night that people never, ever forget and want to relive over and over again to the point that people that couldn't get tickets stood outside the gates of Gillette just to hear her sing and feel that feeling of the rain show. And I think there's just so much to be said about that. Taylor Swift has just changed the game in so many ways coming from where she was back in the day to where she is now. You know, she used to perform at these little things for like hundreds of people, like or a hundred people to like 500 people which grew to 5,000 people which grows to what it is now and she has changed so much as a person through her music she used to be like country pop and then she was pop and now she is pop also to the Swifties if I'm messing anything up with the timeline or anything please don't yell at me I'm just going off what I know and see But just she's been in so many scandals and people just had so much to say about Taylor Swift. And I genuinely think it's just because of how successful she is. And people just want to rip down a successful woman as always. And she just kept changing the game and just stuck so true to who she is as a person. And I I know for a fact that's why she has the fan base that she has. And just imagine if the scandals and the things people said about her and all these things that have happened to her if at any point she just gave up on the dream. So today I want to talk about your dreams. And the first question I want to ask you is who told you your dream was too big? And why did you believe them? I feel like we're in such an American way of living, such like American dream of, you know, you go to high school, you go to college, you go to the four-year university, you get the degree, you get the job, you get engaged, you move into the first house, you have kids, and you rinse, repeat, and do the same thing with your kids. And, like, that is a cycle, and that is what is deemed good, successful, you've made it. And 
that's great. I'm not taking away from anyone that has done all of those things. That is still success. And maybe that was someone's dream. Maybe that's exactly what they wanted. And they did X, Y, and Z. And they are very happy where they are. And that is fine. But I'm here to say that that's not everyone's dream. And it's okay if you want to veer away from the status quo of what people think life should be. And I feel like this generation is doing a very good job at this and I feel like a lot of it sparked from COVID when people lost a lot of their jobs and then tapped into their creative side or things that they always wanted to do but put off for so long because they were in you know corporate jobs and they couldn't find the time to do things they were really passionate about a lot of people started businesses or they started home businesses started on TikTok or YouTube or whatever it was and got really into it and it totally changed the trajectory of their life just because they were given more time at home with ideas. So if there's anything that you are really passionate about that you really want to do someday and it's always on your mind like it's always in the back of your mind it's what you would do if you you know had all the money in the world had the ideal situation this is what you would want to do but what you're doing right now is you know safe and it's comfortable and it's you know something that's gonna pay the bills right now and I totally understand that and that is gonna have to work and coincide with your dreams just because you're working towards your safe zone that's what I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call for example I'm going to call my nursing job my safe zone because that's what it is to me. It's not something I, it's not that it's not something I want to do forever, but it's not something I want to do full time forever. I love nursing. I'm super passionate about nursing, but I know moving forward that it's not something I want to do full time when I, you know, have a family and I want to be home with my kids and et cetera, et cetera. But whatever that is for you, it could be starting a business, it could be starting a podcast, it could be writing a book, it could be running a marathon, it could be starting your own photography business, whatever it is that sits in the back of your mind that just kind of festers there that always you always think about it, maybe you even talk about it with people you really trust. And it's almost something you're scared to say out loud to people who are small minded or to people who you think are going to judge you for not staying in your safe zone. Like, oh, you make so much money doing this. Why wouldn't you just stick with this? Or, oh, you have a degree in this. Why wouldn't you just keep doing this? Like, that's what everyone else does. And I'm just saying that, for one, you can do both. And you can work on your dreams with a 9 to 5. You don't have to pick and choose right away. And you're probably not going to be able to because majority of the time, the things that are dreams and the things that are goals take time to build and they're not something that you can just switch over to your full-time job because that's just not realistic. But I'm going to tell you right now, going after your goals and dreams, it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. And that's why everyone doesn't do it. I'm here today to try and encourage you to be part of the 1% that does go for it. So first, I want you to focus on the why. Why do you want to do this so bad? What do you want the outcome to be? Why does it inspire you so much? Why are you so passionate about it? What is the driving force that is the reason that this sits in the back of your head or at the front 
at the front of your head and you think about it daily and you think about this life or this dream and this goal that you really want and you have no idea how to get there yet or you have a plan in place you need to find the driving force behind what you're doing and why you're doing it or else you're gonna lose the motivation to keep going you're gonna lose the dedication to keep pushing through to see to the other side of it and this doesn't have to be a grand huge thing this could be something I don't want to say small this could be something that you don't think of as you know your dream or your goal no I want you to think of it as your dream or your goal let's say it's becoming a yoga instructor for example I think that's a huge deal but it's really attainable yes it's going to take time yes it's a lot of hours yes it's a lot of dedication yes you're going to have to work with it with your full-time job but it's totally attainable you can totally do that and you could even take that a step farther say you want to be a yoga instructor that hosts retreats with a bunch of other yoga instructors and you travel and do yoga retreats for the rest of your life or for a few years and then you switch over to having your own yoga studio that's amazing. You can build upon, you know, these little ideas that spark in your head that get you really excited about life and things you want to do and build upon that and then make the goal bigger and bigger and bigger to whatever you want it to be. I want you right now to eliminate your limiting beliefs. Our ego in our head is so loud and so consistent in telling us why it's a bad idea, why we shouldn't do it, why we should be scared of it why we shouldn't push for it, why we should stay in our comfort zone. And once you just silence that ego in your head and silence your limiting beliefs that you either vocalize outside, uh, outside, out loud to yourself every single day or just in your head. For example, if that thought pops in your head that you want to be a yoga instructor and you immediately think of 10 reasons why you shouldn't, 10 reasons why it's a bad idea, 10 reasons why people will judge you, you're never going to push to the point of really going forward with doing it because all you think of attached to this dream is your limiting beliefs and it's literally going to pull you back every single time. Even if it seems impossible right now, whatever it is, even if it sounds like an absolutely crazy idea, your goals aren't as far out of reach as you think they are. Once again, it's all about your mindset. If you think that this idea is so far-fetched and it's so out there and this will never work and blah, 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 like obviously it's never going to work. You're consistently telling yourself this isn't going to work because of X, Y, and Z, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah, of course not. Of course it's not going to work. But if instead you come up with a game plan of how you're going to get to this and you also don't expect instant gratification on whatever it is you want, Okay, then we have something more attainable. Then we have something that we can really wrap our heads around. And it doesn't seem so big and scary now because now we have a plan. And I want you to also think about your daily actions when it comes to making a plan for your goal and your dream. Do your daily actions match your dream or your goal? And does it also match the person that's doing that? So what I mean by that is when I think of my dream life of the person I want to become in the future. That's a higher version of myself, right? That's a higher self. 
And in order to become her, which I already am her, somewhere in there, I am her. I'm connected to her in one way, way or another. But do I do the daily actions that my future self will be doing, even though I'm not her yet? So if I want that dream life, if I want that dream lifestyle, am I acting now and doing things now that are going to propel me in the future to that lifestyle? Am I, you know, moving my body daily, for instance? Am I waking up early? Am I being productive? Am I nourishing my body? Am I grateful? Am I hardworking? Am I a good sister? Do I reach out to my family? Like, am I that person now? No. But can I actively work on becoming that person that has that dream and then manifest that dream, makes that dream a reality? Yes. If I take small actions I do daily and stick with them consistently over a period of time while working towards that goal or that dream. So we really want to know, do those actions align with your goals? The other thing you can do is change your language and speak as if these things are already in your life, as if they've already happened. And I'm going to give you guys an example. When I was planning on moving into an apartment, the two months, two or three months before that, I was speaking it into existence almost every single day. And even my parents were like, you sound crazy. For example, we'd be at the grocery store or like Target. Me and my dad were at Target, I feel like on Black Friday. And I was like, oh, I'm going to need a coffee maker for my apartment. And he was like, what apartment? Like, you don't, <laughs> you have not signed a lease yet. You haven't even toured one apartment. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I, I'm going to need it for my apartment. So that was on Black Friday, which was like November 25th. And I signed a lease January 5th. So not that much later. And I really say, like, I spoke it into existence Yes, I worked hard. Yes, I had the money saved up. Yes, I was prepared to move, but I also spoke it into existence and I just happened to, in divine timing, stumble on the perfect apartment in the perfect location from where my parents lived and from work that also was in my budget and that had the least time that I wanted. I would say stuff like that all the time, like, oh, for my apartment. And when I do this in my apartment and I would just speak it as if it already happened. And that's the language you have to change. You can't be like, oh, if this happens, oh, maybe that'll happen. Oh, I hope it. I hope that's the worst word you can use. I hope it happens. You cannot get anything you want in life by hoping that it's going to happen. Dreams are not built off hope. Um, a lot of other things are built off hope, but dreams are not one of them. And just keep in mind when you're working towards something that feels so unattainable, so huge. First off, I don't want you to use the word unattainable. I just want to remind you that small steps and baby steps lead to big change. Small, consistent changes, small, consistent work over a period of time will get you to an amazing result. I'm going to relate this to the gym because it's the best way I know how to explain it. And I feel like this is an audio somewhere on TikTok, but I'm going to loosely follow that. You go to the gym one time, you look in the mirror, nothing changes. 
You go to the gym again the next day. You look in the mirror. Nothing changes. You go to the gym again the next day. You look in the mirror. Nothing changes. Two weeks later, maybe you see a change in the mirror. Four weeks later, your energy's improved. Your mental health is better than it's ever been before. And you're starting to see muscles in places you didn't even know you had muscles to begin with. You go to the gym for a year. You're in the best shape of your life. You're the happiest you've ever been. And the gym is a safe place for you. And you've made the best friends at the gym. Now, if you gave up on day one or day two or day 14, you wouldn't see the end result. You wouldn't see the other side of it. And I think so many things happen in between when we go on journeys like that, that we didn't even think were going to happen until they do. And it's because of those same repetitive, small actions, baby steps that we took daily over and over and over again that got us to that end result, that got us to our dream, that got us to our goal. Now, I'm a type of person that likes to put things into practice. I like to have a plan or something to leave with to be able to start working on this, right? So I'm going to leave you guys with this. This is something that I do all the time, almost every single day. No, I definitely do it every single day. I want you to start practicing visualization. And there's a couple ways you can go about this. You can make a playlist that makes you feel the way that your future does. You can also go on YouTube and there's a five minute video on YouTube. It's called five minute guided visualization for manifesting. And the user that has the video is called Lisa Kelly. Um, I don't really think she has anything to do with it. I don't know. Maybe it's her video. I have no idea. But I have used this for years. And I really like to do this right before I go to bed. Um, That's when I feel like I'm, you know. I I think it's good to have this visualization and then sleep on it, like sleep on the dream um, in a good way. I don't know. Does that make sense? Anyways, this is when I do it. I'm not a huge morning meditation person. Sometimes, I don't know. I just, I like it better at night. Anyways, and if you're like, I don't meditate, hear me out. This isn't really about meditating. It's the words that are spoken during this five minutes. And it's five minutes of your life. Okay, give me this. Give me this for once. Just try it. All right. And it's going to walk you through using your imagination, thinking about your ideal life, who that is, what it looks like, what it smells like, what it feels like, and getting just super clear on what it looks like in your head and visualizing it and in doing that. You're putting the idea in your head over and over again, and you're seeing what it looks like. Now, for me, I've been doing visualization practices for a long time, like three or four years. And now I do it in my daily life without even realizing it. Like sometimes a song will come on and for some reason it will trigger something. And I'll think about a moment in the future that I could see the song playing out and these things happening. Whether it's a graduation, whether it's... Uh, a new job whatever it is I will just start to visualize that and see what it looks like and it's literally like a play-by-play of the future like it's like a montage like if someone were to take a video or take videos of me and put it together in a TikTok and put it in my brain that's what it looks like and this happens to me all the time maybe I'm crazy I don't know I really hope not (laughs) maybe this happens to other people where you just like get lost in your delusions but for mine it's like delusional dreaming but it's 
really, really good because I can see it. I can feel it. I can imagine what those moments are going to be like because they're just like playing in my head as if they've already happened, as if it's a memory. In those moments, I just feel so connected to my future self and I just feel like everything I'm doing today and tomorrow and yesterday were worth something or working towards something and in the end I'm gonna have this moment where it was like I knew I was gonna get here but I'm so proud I did and I hope that you guys are working towards those moments too because you deserve that feeling when this moment that I visualized recently comes to fruition in the future I can't wait to tell you guys all about it because it connects to this podcast (laughs) this is gonna sound so cheesy but You are the only thing that stands in the way of your dreams. You cannot put blame on outside factors, on other people, on circumstances, on traumas as to why you didn't create the life of your dreams. You can't put that on anyone else except for yourself. I'm going to leave you guys with one more activity you can do. Get a piece of paper. In the center of the paper, I want you to write that dream, that goal, that desire, that thing you want really, really bad, or that thing that lingers in the back of your mind that always catches your attention, I want you to write that in the center of your paper. And then I want you to draw like lines coming off of it of all the things that you could do, need to do in order to create that dream into a reality. So for example, I'm going to go back to using the yoga instructor. So in the center of my paper, I'm going to put yoga instructor. You could go to go a step farther. You could put yoga instructor and then under it, host retreats, has own yoga studio. Whatever you want, whatever feels right to you, put that there. So put like the heading and then put every little thing that you want to do under it. Off of that, I would put, you know, practice yoga daily. That's something simple that you could do right now. And then the next one would be sign up for yoga classes or sign up for my yoga instructor. I I don't know how it goes. I'm not a yoga instructor, but, you know, I know you have to do like a thousand hours or something like that. I know it's a long process. So figure out what that process is. How is that going to work into your life for the next year, two years? Find out how long it takes. Find out what's realistic for you. How is this going to work with your work schedule, with your life? Is it going to mix? How can you make it mix? Figure that out. And then, you know, go to yoga classes. Meet other people that do yoga. Um, Go to a yoga retreat. Whatever it is, you need to gather all that information. And that goes around your little dream bubble, which is the middle. And those are the things that you're going to work on daily and over time because things are not going to happen overnight they never do especially when it comes to big dreams and big goals so break it down into smaller more manageable things that you can start doing right now today tomorrow no not tomorrow today because every time you say you're going to start tomorrow or start on a Monday you're never going to and your dreams are going to be put on the back burner and that is just lame main characters run sprint towards their dreams and we are going to do the same and I encourage you guys so much to just go after the things you want because they are so fulfilling they take so much hard work they really really do but it's so fulfilling 
I feel like I just do so much of my life with both social media, this podcast, and nursing that just fills my cup in so many ways. And I just see such a different future for myself than I would have imagined years ago. And I'm just so glad that I actively every day choose to go after things that scare me. Things that push me very far out of my comfort zone. And I really, really urge you guys to do it as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really fun for me to make. As always, sharing this podcast and sharing with a friend, sharing on your story, rating the podcast, following the podcast always helps me out, helps out the podcast itself. And I will talk to you guys next week in a new month. That is so exciting. I will talk to you guys in June. Have an amazing rest of your week and have an amazing Memorial Day. Bye, guys.